Hello, welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we simplify the good life. My name is Brock Dennis. And I'm Aaron Flores, and I suddenly got very self-conscious of a bottle next to this computer. Here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I put it on the floor. It was borrowed. <laughs> uh, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycles, trains, transits, adventures. It's adventures. Life sad adventures. Transits. Adventures. <laughs> and, and life, life hacks. hacks. And today, we get to hang out with We Got to Hang Out. We do get to hang, hang out. out with us. Yes. Hanging out with them. We got to hang out. And we're going to hang out with together. Them. Yeah. We're just nodding. <laughs> yep. Annalisa, hello. How are you? I'm well. How, How are many you? times has like someone like pulled that joke on you guys? You're the first. For real? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make us feel good. And Abby, hello. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you both for joining us. Thank so, you. You have a podcast. We met you uh, at the KBU Radio Studio, where we were all talking about podcasting on the radio, which was super meta. Uh, but that was uh, the first time I had heard. Uh, Terry was one of the co-hosts on that show, and he had said, "Hey, there's this show called We Got to Hang Out." And I didn't. I hadn't heard of it. I wasn't aware, and so I was glad to learn of another bicycling podcast because this is. I think you two do something that is slightly more professional than than us. Can you talk about things that, that more bicyclists more are probably interested in? Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. you folks are into racing, cyclocross. Uh, Challenging outdoor rides, that sort of thing. Yeah, we're nodding again. Yeah, yes. nodding. <laughs> we're failing at this right now. <laughs> uh, but you've also talked to some really cool people, including Katie fucking Compton. She's pretty rad. Yeah, right. that's awesome. Right. How'd she get that middle name? I didn't ask her. Did I think I? she just no. We, no. I think it was on the list of questions. She was born that way. She just earned she, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, including Katie Compton and many other cool people, including a few people that we've talked to as well, like uh, Jocelyn, used to be Jocelyn Gotti. Now, is it Quarrel? How do yes. you say her last name? I think you got it. Okay. Um, and yeah, so she was on one of your more recent shows. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, including many other things. And uh, we were just talking before we started rolling tape about the, uh, you were down in, w which part of California is Golden Saddles in? In LA. Okay. Yeah. So. It, that's like bike shop to the stars. I, I mean, you saw Fred Armiston there. <laughs> yeah, I did see Fred Armiston there. There we go. And invited him on our podcast. Is he going to come? Yeah. Okay. Holy nice. shit! Allegedly. Allegedly, but allegedly. Did you talk to his people? No, I talked directly to Fred Armiston. Okay. Yeah. Through Instagram. Through Instagram. After <laughs> I met him. That's pretty direct. Yeah. 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 He responded. That's. That's a win pretty, in my book. Yeah. Even if he like doesn't actually come on the show, right? What would you talk to him about? Um, Slater Kinney. Okay, Fuck he yeah. bought a folding bike at Golden Saddle. Really? Yeah, because he always folding bike. The Brompton. Okay. Nice, right. nice. S type, M type. You know, I I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> so, Fred is famous for saying. That after he did the Portlandia sketch about, like, you know, the bicycle rights guy, uh, famous for saying that he would never, ever ride a bicycle ever again because uh, riding over, uh, was it streetcar tracks, put the fear of God in him or something, like, or the fear of death. Uh, so one, we did discuss other. this, actually. Yeah, so, you did. so what did he say? 
Okay, so I'll is tell you the story. Is this private or public? Can no, we, this can is we totally say this? public. Okay. Yeah. So Fred walks in, and I'm a fan of Portlandia, um, and Corey elbows me, and I'm like, I know I see him. Don't make a big deal out of it. And so I kind of <laughs> – I saw him buying this Brompton, and I was like – you know, that that's awesome. Like, I saw Fred in L.A. I'm just going to leave it as is. So I left, and then we forgot something. I came back. Fred was just chilling outside, and I was just chilling outside. So I was like, hey, Fred, you buy that Brompton? And he's like, yeah, I'm so excited. And so he came over and started talking to me, and he was like talking about his commute and how he's going to drive partway because L.A. is crazy. Right. Pull out his folding bike, and then ride the rest of the way and driving is like awesome. public yeah. transit in la I guess. in some ways i mean yeah. <laughs> i think uber's like public transit yeah. in la yeah and a lot of other places too yeah so we talked about portland uh he you know i told he asked what i was doing in la and i said i was from portland and yeah we talked about biking in portland and he said he's deathly afraid of the tracks in portland okay so there it is come full circle yeah but he is riding a bike now. Very good. Well, that that's a step in the right direction. Pretty soon he can conquer that fear head on I know. without being like the guy in the, on the sign. I told him to get a, a bike fit on the Brompton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Would that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he would come into my office and unfold it, and then he would see if oh, it would work. Oh, I see the I ulterior see. motive here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. there we go. Well, I mean, you, you can't do... Much worse than being uncomfortable on a bike, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, can I tell sure. you about being uncomfortable on a bike? Yeah. Yeah. I no. was. No. Oh, you sure? All right. Go okay. Ahead. Thanks. I went on a bike tour this this weekend <laughs> with my wife Adele. She and I. Uh, she'd done this uh, various parts of this route a couple different times, and uh, she's always been more fit and uh, more active than I. So when she suggested, hey. Remember that idea you had about a double century? Let's make it a three-day event, and we'll ride from Portland to Astoria, and then from Astoria down into like the coastal range somewhere farther south, and then from there back into the Portland area. And so we did, and it was it was a little bit painful. So I thought I was going to stave off some of the discomfort. I, I've famously are we talking like saddle discomfort here? Yes. Okay. I've famously made a statement about how, like, you know, people should be able to wear, like, regular clothes and ride their bikes. And I've kind of built my... I'm still I'm still right there with you, man. Yeah. I've built my, kind of my cycling setup around that, I guess, so that I don't have to... I don't have, like, an uncomfortable saddle, for example. Like, I just got a new Brooks Cambium, which either of you have that one or I've tried, tried it. it. I would say that is an uncomfortable saddle. <laughs> is it? Um, I well, feel like you might need a chamois with that one. I, I went from that to a leather... Yeah. So okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I went from leather to the cambium. Yes, because I got tired of trying to take care of the leather and the leather stretching out and breaking down. Because I I've had uh, for years I had the B sixty seven, which is like the widest saddle you can get. And over years of riding, I turned it into a B seventeen, which means that like all the rails <laughs> broke and, and fractured until they just kind of folded into the shape of you know a, a much smaller saddle. So I figured if I've gotten used to riding in that shape, anyways, why don't I get the cambium and, and ride on that? Right, the C seventeen. Uh, C seventeen, yeah, yeah exactly, okay. with the black uh, black canvas over the top. Yeah. It's real good looking. Um, so the problem is, I tried I tried these bike shorts. I bought them in two thousand seven, like with the chamois pad and everything. Yeah, okay. yeah, they've got like the butt pad and everything like uh -huh. that. Um, the nice thing about a chamois is that it keeps you together. 
And I'm not sure, okay. in yeah. my case, if that was good or not. <laughs> Uh, one of the questions you two ask on your podcasts is, uh, what, chamois or not? Is that right? Or oh, no. What's the longest time you've sat in a chamois? Longest time you've sat in a chamois. Okay. Yeah. In a chamois. Yeah. You're Not in necessarily it. In it. Like riding your bike. Five minutes. <laughs> right. So that's you. That's Get this a thing off me. Okay. <laughs> I think I did like 10 hours in mine yeah. uh, wow. this other day or something like that. Uh, for you two, what are your records? Oh, probably 10 hours. 10 hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. And well, no STP in one day. Seattle to Portland. That was, I've never done yeah. it. That's all you. I know. I can't okay. Remember, however long that took. So that was like twenty-three hours or <laughs> something. All right. No. I mean, I, did I just insult you? I, I forget. I forget how long it's supposed you to take. You didn't insult me. Okay. At all. Good. Good. No. Um, I think it's a great assumption that it took me twenty-three hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only a uh, what is it? One hundred and fifty miles. Probably like 10 two hundred miles. Hours, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time, though. Solid chamois time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think one of the things that goes along with, and I had not thought about this until it became evident that maybe I should think about this, there's this substance they call chamois butter that uh-huh. uh, allows the portions of yourself that have been tucked together. The high friction areas. To happily coexist. Yes. And I did not use chamois butter. So, so was this the sorry was this the maiden <laughs> voyage of the Brooks like vegan no, saddle? No, I've had the saddle for like you've done a few long trips, two with three it. months, something yeah. like okay, that at just, least. Just to be sure, I'd, yeah, just checking in. So right, the chamois was the variable. The chamois was the variable, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had never so. I'm trying to think of how to put this tactfully. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know how. Uh, you've either got say you say you've got say you've got a peach. Mm-hmm. And the peach has to sit on top of a pencil. And uh, you can either, like, squeeze the peach so that it sits on top of the pencil. Mm-hmm. Or you can slide the pencil, like, kind of into that little notch in the peach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if this is a great analogy. <laughs> I'm not sure I mean, it is either. You might as well have just, like, come right out and say yeah. what, what you're going to say. But needless to say, you were uncomfortable. Well, so yeah. I, I'm used and there to was, uh, there was a lot of friction. Happening. I'm used to amount an amount of spread. Yes, that uh, that I've gotten used to and kind of adapted my body mechanics and riding style too. Yes, and that factor was not present in this trip. I had far less spread than the I chamois thought kept everything together. Or the shorts kept everything together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You think lycra has that power? Well, I mean, I don't. I so th- maybe I have a weird set of shorts too. That's always a possibility. But uh, I just found that after 10 hours in this pair of shorts, I was uh, uncomfortable. Yes. Did you wear the same pair of shorts for all three days? So the first day was my 100-mile day, and I wore that for those 10 hours in the saddle. Uh And then when we got to camp, I took them off, and I swore never to wear them again. And I might still try it again someday. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it with uh, with you know some sort of lubricant to make sure that I feel good about so, life. But uh, but I took those those things off and I did not wear them again on the trip. So the next two days, I dressed as I normally would and I felt much better. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what I may have missed or if this just does tell me that you know I am. Yeah, I I'm set. I for, can't uh, speak to the chamois or. Mm-hmm. Or the the pad or anything like that. Yes, those things just look uncomfortable to me. Right. But I will swear by like chamois butter or what I use is just straight up coconut oil. Right. Because um, 
friction happens. Friction is going to happen regardless of it what does. you're wearing, it does. whether it be denim, lycra, or I don't know, cotton sweatpants. Um, cotton but, sweatpants <clears throat> is your mo. It's what you would be into. Yeah, I think more than anything else. I love biking in cotton sweatpants. When I think of Aaron Flores in public, I think yes. cotton sweatpants. That's yeah. that's his very favorite presentation. <laughs> With pockets. You would love to see that probably pockets. on everyone, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes. Tapered? Um, <laughs> tapered? Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Dropped crotch. <laughs> That'd be difficult. Of course. <laughs> right, yeah. But anyways, um, regardless of what you're wearing, like, you know, things are going to rub up against each other. You're on this saddle and you're not, oh, you know, you're not like perfectly still on the saddle. You're, right. You're going to be moving. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, any kind of like lubricant of of any kind is, is totally recommended. Mm-hmm. So for the two of you who spend more times in chamois than I, what what am I doing wrong? What should I have tried? Well, it might be different for us than for you. It may be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that as a factor. But I definitely, if I'm going to ride more than 80 miles or so, I wear chamois cream for sure. Okay. All um, right. From a bike fit perspective, uh-huh. which is what <clears throat> my profession is. I'm a physical therapist. That's and right. A bike yeah. Fitter, so, um, it depends also on your position on the bike. Okay. If you are, I mean, not to get in the nerdy like biomechanics of it, but well, if let's you are, get in the nerdy <laughs> biomechanics. It seems like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. If you're more posteriorly rotated, so you're more kind of tucking your tailbone under, you probably don't need as much of a chamois. But uh-huh. like the more you rotate your pelvis, hmm. kind of flatten that back, the more pressure you're going to feel. Gotcha. So you are slightly more upright in stature than I am. Yeah. So I, I might be used to uh, a different position. Like maybe I was trying a new position with these shorts. Is that or what you're saying? Or you were in your previously like working position oh, in a yes. chamois, and it just got in the way. Oh, okay. And that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. That, that is kind of how it felt. So yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. I um. I'm not incentivized to try again because I feel like for what I like to do, I have a system that works, but I I don't want to close myself off to, you know, options, I guess. It also sounds like your chamois was pretty old. So even if you haven't been using it <laughs> oh, much. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. And I used it once uh, and then I put it, you know, it was the same experience. I used yeah. it once, didn't feel comfortable, put it away. So maybe so that makes sense. That chamois is just like too bulky or something for you. Could be. You need like a thinner chamois. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got to, yeah. So I'll be soliciting chamois. <laughs> Listeners, put yours in a bag, send them to us here in Portland. I will put them on and try them out. I will not. Is this no. a bad idea? No, you go ahead. What could man? go wrong? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the bike tour was fun. Uh, we, yeah, we, again, we did 100 miles to Astoria in blistering heat, and we landed. So most of the day, it was like 90 degrees out, and then we landed in Astoria where the marine layer covered everything. And suddenly it went from being 90 degrees to like 60 degrees Ooh. and misty. Now, was that, did you find that refreshing? No. Or, okay. No. It was like I worked all day, worked myself into a froth, and then I had to freeze in my own froth ah. uh, while trying to put on extra layers and trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't all bad. But at that point, we were at mile like 100 or whatever, and it felt like it, it felt unfair somehow. Right. And yet, it was good to be out, good to make the trip. How is traffic? Because this is like, you know, Memorial Day weekend. Right. And we took the road that no one knows about in Oregon. Highway 202 goes from, what is it, like Vernonia or like a a junction from Vernonia 
out through the middle of the coastal range out to Astoria. That's my route to Astoria, this too. Is, it's awesome. This yeah. is Golden Mist. You've done it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I actually almost did it this weekend, too. Oh, we would have seen you there. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't talk my husband into it. Okay. So we stayed home and dug holes, and I'm very sore. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everyone needs to exercise themselves yeah. in a way that, that strengthens muscles they didn't know they had. I found new ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we went from Astoria down to down the coast, and I forgot like how much hill there is on the coast. Mm-hmm. Like the coastal ride is cool; it's beautiful. But I was in such a bad mood. Uh, Are you talking about like within Astoria itself, or well, going up just and over the coastal range? Kind of south of Astoria, down towards we went to uh, Nahalem and Manzanita, the little apple. Yes, and uh, that was where we had lunch. And Adele and I couldn't agree. Like, uh, I was I was near bonk, probably. I was, like, calorically deficient and not excited about all the climbing I'd been doing. And she was like, hey, do you want to get burgers? And I said something. Burgers. And I just wasn't excited <laughs> about, like, you know, life because I hadn't yeah. eaten enough. And She I, could yeah. have said anything in that, in right. that moment. And so she thought I didn't want burgers. Oh. I did want burgers. <laughs> and so she was confused, and I was upset. We ended up at the grocery store, and we both got, like, you know, like spray cheese and crackers or whatever. Oh, um, like we we bought all the things that like all the junk food you want to sure. buy. Sure, you know, but when so, you want burgers, like right? Spray cheese, and yeah. Crackers. I think we reconcile ourselves to it. We had a good discussion afterwards. It's like, oh yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Which right you know, anytime you're in a partnership with somebody, it's like that's going to happen, and you have to figure out how to iron it out. And it starts with, oh, I thought you meant blank, and like dealing with the just kind of like, oh yeah. That means I'm the dumb guy. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we passed a winery on our way out of Nehalem where it it was, uh, what, they advertised, like, fun since 1967 or something like that. Yeah. They were making wine, and there was a bad blues band doing a cover of U2's With or Without You. Oh, that does sound fun. Doesn't it? And there was barbecue. Uh, we didn't stop, but we just as we were passing, it was just like, with or without you. It was like the least the least Bono it could yeah. p- could have possibly been, <laughs> which made it funny. Right. Uh, we passed an enormous Confederate flag, and then we were in the woods, and then we camped uh, next to the Nehalem River, and rollers of gravel. It was ridiculous. Uh, it's kind of out near where the Salmonberry Trail is going to be someday, uh-huh. where the, the old rail corridor goes through. And the road that parallels the river is... In pretty not bad shape, but it's super steep and super gravelly, and it's really exciting to attempt. Uh, it's also tiring Were you and exhausting. Around a lot, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I was always it was that kind of riding where you wonder if you're going to stay upright or not, and we did. That's but, part of the excitement sometimes. Yeah, for sure. It reminds me of when we went down to uh, what Bohemia Saddle. And we were trying to climb over that oh, mountain. Bohemia Mountain. Mountain. Yes, <laughs> yes. it was yeah. like that. Yeah. So we couldn't get any traction at, on that one. Gravel, yeah, gravel, man. You need to let out some air in your tires. Right. Yeah, I had thirty twos and it worked out okay. Was have that you... me, w- woman, splaining right there? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's kind of. that's, that's why right. we invited you in. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. Have you experienced that where you've been like tractionless? Yeah, this no, weekend. Yeah, this yes. Weekend. Okay. It's Wait, fresh. So you weren't you were digging post holes. And riding. Uh, and riding. Okay. Yeah. So where did you ride? Did you two ride together? Yeah, we did a gravel ride together around the Bald Peak area on Sunday. Okay. And Bald Peak is where? Near Newburgh. Okay. So kind of south south Willamette. It's so sneaky hard. Like yeah. none of the mountains are that big, but they just keep coming and the roads go straight up them. Ah. A lot of gravel too. Yeah. So it was, it was hard. It was hard and really good. Yeah. I think I, Abby was slightly happier than I was. But. 
Well, part of it was that the last time I rode a lot of those gravel roads, I was on a road bike with like 23s and no disc brakes. So to ride those same, some of the same roads with like 33s and disc brakes was so amazing. 10 more millimeters. And my hands were functional afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. That, that would make a big difference. It was really good. Yeah. It is amazing. Like how much cool stuff there is out there in the hills, pretty close by. If if you if someone points you in the right direction, or you just kind of wander out in that in that you know, wherever you haven't been, and you're gonna find something. Kind of like what you said, um, it being Memorial Day weekend, we saw like no cars basically because they were so all on special. Highway 26. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. We had to ride coming back. We had to ride like two miles of 26. It was like the worst part of the entire trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take like the entire trip. Even it was worse than bonking. <laughs> Really? Yeah, because you got like these enormous, you know, RVs with people who don't know how to drive them. Oh yes, and they're yes, trying yes. to pass you in the middle of the woods, where you know each lane is about eight feet you've wide. Got, like, you know, a foot of shoulder, maybe. No shoulder. No shoulder. No shoulder, yeah. and, and branches sticking out into the roadway yep. that you have to avoid as well. So, anyways, that was it. We said that's bullshit, and we turned off, and and I mean, we had planned to, but right. yeah, we went through Jewel. Yeah, that's a good yeah spot. Jewel, Oregon, it's a gem. I'm, I'm, can I sell that, that to him? I'm not. Wait, they, no? it's not like already on there. Like I don't think so. I didn't see it there. outside. Really? No, I wanted to sell it oh. to him. <laughs> you were saving that. I was. Yeah, I was. You should. Yeah, you need to go back there now. Be like, <laughs> I need to talk to the mayor and the chamber of commerce. <laughs> I rode in here from Portland because I have an idea <laughs> that's have. worth its weight in gold. <laughs> Ideas don't weigh much. No, but it is definitely worth its weight. So all in all, it turned out to be like eleven, what eleven thousand odd mile or feet of climbing. And I was going to say it wasn't eleven thousand miles. No, it was not. <laughs> it felt like it. And then two hundred thirty-seven miles or thereabouts. Yeah. I was and a little pissed to find that out. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Why? Because now you're like almost right behind me in the bike more challenge. Because I haven't been bike commuting to work. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I was kicking ass for a long time. Oh, you still are. Uh, now I'm like just kind of kicking it, you know. Oh, you mean like like in the in the ranks yeah, between you yeah. and who else that you're competing with on this bike well, more challenge within our department? Sponsored by the Street Trust. Sponsored by the Street. Yes, uh, within our department, uh, there was a good hundred miles between me and Stephen, who was on last episode. He was the second one there. Oh yeah. Wait. So uh, who? Joe. He's ahead of you. No. You're ahead of him. I'm ahead of him. Got that. Okay. Uh, between myself and whoever the guy is and. Number one in um, Portland Public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually higher in miles, but he's got like a hundred points on me because uh, encourager his, points. Yeah, all uh. of his friends like marked him as as <laughs> I'm second in my challenge too. Uh. And how how does one become? So this is the the Street Trust runs the Bike More Challenge, yeah. which means that everyone competes to see who's the best bicyclist or who's like the cooler, like the both so the say, coolest and the best. Say you didn't, yeah. you hadn't signed up yet. Yeah, and I told you like hey go sign up for the thing i get this referral code yeah well no not necessarily as you're signing (laughs) up it says did anyone did anyone like encourage you to to do this and you can go like oh aaron flores did this and then so encouraging yeah and i would get like 50 points because you're not a novice biker. but if you were a novice biker it's 100 points oh yeah Okay. I think that's where this guy like really made his bank. <laughs> he just found a bunch of novices. <laughs> just just ride a mile, man. Just, just try it. it. Yeah, come on, man. That's what it's all about. So, Abby, you're the most encouraging one in your workplace. No, I encouraged one person. Oh, okay. Um, but I am being 
uh, beaten <laughs> by someone who was encouraged a lot, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went strictly by miles. Yeah. Like, and it's also, it used to be, from what I remember, that you just logged your commutes and nothing else, but now you can log like any ride you any do. Ride. Fun rides. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's bike more. It does. It's right. It, it used to be the bike to work challenge. Yeah, and it was like in September. I, so I always I thought think. there were two, like one oh, national okay. one, and then one that was like a BTA thing that was. I've only noted it, known it as a BTA thing. Yeah, that was yeah. the Bicycle Transportation maybe, Alliance, maybe which you use why, now the Street Trust. Yeah, and then there was a national one. <laughs> maybe that that's was, why it's moved to to May. Which makes sense. We don't need our own right. separate one. Yeah. yeah, it comes right after thirty days of biking, which some people do in <laughs> April. So. Yeah. Some people do in May. Maybe we should just make this a year-round thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe people what? should ride their bikes every season. Perhaps every day. It's preposterous, I know. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Aaron? Did you have anything exciting well, happen to you? Well, so I biked a little bit over the weekend. Okay. My weekend was mostly spent in a car. Yeah? What were you doing in a car, Aaron I was, Flores? I was moving things from uh-huh. my place to another place. That's right. You're moving because, uh, residences. Yes. Uh, June 1st is the big day. Nice. That's um, what? Tuesday? Thursday. Thursday. As in Sorry. like two days from now. Didn't mean to scare you. Oh, no, that's all right. I've, you know very well which <laughs> yeah, day it is. I've been waking up in the middle of the night, you know, with the sweats and everything. <laughs> right. And it's The not, black sweats that you wear in public? Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good callback. Yeah, back. that was a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm not really nervous about moving in with my significant other. I'm nervous about the moving. Uh-huh. I hate moving. I hate, like, getting all my stuff together and, like, having to, you know, move it from point A to point B. And then, like, putting it all back to where I'm comfortable with it being in a, you know, where it is. Uh-huh. Like, it takes a while for it to spread out that far? <clears throat> well, it takes a while for me to be okay with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like it could gotcha. still be in boxes for the rest of the year, but I still like have to kind of like reconcile my own like I don't know anxiety with it being there. This box belongs here. Yeah. This box is what I keep my things in. Yeah. Like yeah. oh wait, I live in this space now. Okay. <laughs> it's okay <Right>. to unpack. <laughs> this is this isn't a strange spot anymore. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. So how how much would you say? What percentage of your belongings have been transferred to your new residence? Ooh. Are we at 63? Pretty close to 50. Okay. Oh, well, not to my new residence. Sorry. Let me clarify. Oh, you're just so boxing. I moved, I moved everything. F- well, not everything. I moved most everything from my place over to Anna's garage. So you have to move twice. Yeah. The hope is the bulk of it being either <laughs> in her garage so that we have like one place mostly to get everything. Sure. Plus, we've got an arrangement with her going to be former roommates to store stuff there. Okay. So... You know, whatever can't fit in our new residence, which is actually only temporary at this point anyway. Gotcha. Um, you're going to have to move again. Yeah. This is going to suck. But you're going to have to change it on your driver license, like at the DMV. Each time. So 30 many days, times. right? It's 30 days. You have to you have but to get it changed. I it's waited true. two and a half years. I think <gasps> you'll be okay. Depends on. Well. Depends. <laughs> well, driving is not necessarily your profession. Oh, it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. uh, how long has it been, Annalisa, since you moved? Um. Oh man, like I don't know the two years. years. Okay. <laughs> two years. Okay. So you're you're a two year. years comfortable, yeah. and how long do you think it'll be till you have to move? Or are you going to be there forever? We bought a house. Okay. And I'm hoping just to stay there. Excellent. So you don't have to while. worry about this. No, but I did my fair share of moving. <laughs> 
You remember the the angst? Yes, just I the, do. I feel the yeah. wringing of hands and just the moving to the garage as a temporary space That's that stressful. stresses me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abby, how long has it been since you moved? Um, almost four years. Okay, but I did move four times in one year. Prior oh my, to that move. Ooh. Oh, nice. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. One of those moves involved going to Wisconsin and back, too. That's a like, long trip. From here to Wisconsin yeah. and, and then, then back. Wisconsin back to here. Yeah. Oh, wow. no. Wow. <laughs> she did change her driver's license. I did. In the, yeah. In that span. Boy, from state to state. Yeah. And then back again. Yeah. Uh, you were super legal about it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, congratulations, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately for me, my husband is actually exceptional at moving. I'm terrible, oh. but I can just kind of like fade away and he he seems to i don't know yeah i'm kind of the opposite like anna's really good at at like organizing things and i prefer to move like a refugee and like just just gather it all up yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) like throw it all in a truck yeah oh did i forget something guess i don't need it (laughs) i'll go walk the dog I'm no longer a musician. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Forget the Fender Rhodes. It's, it's gone. It's left, left behind. There goes that career. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish you the best. I hope it goes well. Uh, I know the, the consolidation process, to me, is always the, the scariest part. And I will say, to our credit, we haven't fought yet oh. about moving. Oh, good. Yeah. Just about other things. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. That, that's a given. <laughs> no, that's good, though. I mean, it's the sort of thing that could be stress-producing or it could be yeah. approached I think we managed our stress those those two days pretty well. Good. Good, yeah. good. And it was hot for moving. It was hot. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of fortunate that we had the car because then we could sit in the air conditioning yeah. for the short period of time that we were in it. I think that's probably the biggest reason to advocate like not car ownership because when you do get one, you're like, oh, my goodness, I feel so cool and relaxed. Let this cold air blow on my face. <laughs> well, Never mind the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know if the one really outweighed everything else. <laughs> like, even getting the car was kind of a pain in the ass. Um, actually, like, so the people at the at the place, first off, it was, like, on 60th and Columbia. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, corporate <clears throat> rental place? Yeah, like, okay. I won't name it, but... No, I know, think I know the one you're talking about. If you're on a budget, you could probably get one from the company. <laughs> you don't say. Company. Yes. Yeah. It's a it's a sort of a but, car rental enterprise. Yes, if you're on a budget. If you're on a budget. Yes. Okay. Uh, but anyhow, remember the Alamo. <laughs> um, so and there, I got it at 60th in Columbia, which was kind of, you know, not easy to get to by bike. Anyways. Right. It's up in the industrial sector. Yeah. Um, they also gave me this weird look as I biked in, and then of course there's no bike parking, so I just leaned it up against their store. Like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> right? Like, what's he planning on doing here? Yep. Um, they're of course because it's a it's a car rental place. They're understaffed and overworked. It's also Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's right by the airport, so there's a lot of people who are either ending or beginning their vacation. Right. Um, renting cars there. Oh, it was so crowded the day I went and got it. At one point, these this guy, <clears throat> middle-aged white dude, um, and I think it's important to say that, but uh, he got so fed up with waiting, he just threw the keys on the desk at the other company's desk and said, <laughs> you're all the same. Just here, take this. And then Have a the, free car. The best part is that he had to wait like another half hour for the airport <laughs> shuttle. <laughs> I got my car and was out of there when he, him and his family were still waiting there. And if you're going to fly the doing... bird and burn the place down, you really have to time that well. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. 
It reminds me of that Louis C.K. bit where he's like, "You want your rental car back? It's it's on the curb, right, right. there, by, right there <laughs> right by arrivals." By the yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, best wishes to you, sir. I hope it goes well. Yeah, one yeah, place. Pretty... Yes, that will never move. <clears throat> it will always be in the same place. You know what I'm talking about? It's a place to get tasty, refreshing beverages, especially on hot weekends. A like great it was this place weekend. to end your day of moving. That's right. Yep. Once you return the rental car, you can get as blasted as you want. At the beer mongers, Southeast, Southeast Division, Division 12. And 12. Yes, uh, they have furnished us with some uh, some pleasant beverages that we are enjoying tonight. So, uh, yes, uh, I was there tonight, and ordinarily we go and we record on Monday nights most times, and so I get to see the Monday night crowd. But on Tuesday night, you know what happens at the beer mongers on Tuesday night? The Tuesday night crowd? Yes, and they play cribbage. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's cribbage yes. night. And so you got all these people. And there you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play cribbage. Me either, but my sister does. Uh, my, my husband does. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like your husband and your sister yeah. should get together and play cri- yeah. cribbage. Sounds great. At the beer mongers. <laughs> yeah. Prizes. Prizes for those who uh, get skunked. Or that's no, right. for those who for do those the skunking. For those who do the skunking. Right. Because yes. if you get skunked, that's a bad thing, right? Yes. I think you have to like run naked to the barn. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Fortunately, they are close to a barn. That was, that was a middle mid eastern thing. What? See, is it <laughs> if you're or a midwestern thing? Like oh, if okay. You're, if you're like skunked at a card game, you have to like run naked. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Because there's like a barn that? every uh-uh. other. But really? Ohio's not real Midwest. <laughs> yeah, she's totally Midwest. Ohio's not Midwest. Cleveland, not not uh, Midwest. That's closer to like East Coast. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But Cleveland rocks, so I hear. No. I think so. Uh, <laughs> so does Drew Carey, and so do the presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> I deny all these claims. <laughs> yeah, who? Who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> let, me, let me sit you down and give you a good education about the 90s. What happened to Drew Carey? <laughs> yeah, what uh, he was hosting like that. The Price is Right for a while. Is that right? right? Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of dropped off the map. Maybe he has he enough realized money. he was hosting The Price is Right. Yeah. Right. And if you I'm, live in Cleveland, it's really cheap. Mm-hmm. So he probably didn't need much. Yeah, he's a Cleveland billionaire. Yeah, which gets you really, uh, it'll last you forever. <laughs> That's right, you can have. <laughs> he got to retire at an early age. Totally. Yeah, conceptually, all the all the spray cheese and crackers you would want, ever desire, <laughs> and beverages besides. Yeah. Which so. in Cleveland they call groceries. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you can feel that way when you go to the beer mongers. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you, beer mongers, for these beverages. So we got to hang out. It's hard to say. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing this? Since February? Yeah, so it's so been long. a couple months. Yeah. Uh, anybody who heard our segment with you folks on uh, the KBU Bike Show has heard some of this, but uh, what's the show about, and how did you decide to start? The show is about us hanging out with people that we want to hang out with (laughs) (laughs) that you got to there's an imperative yeah we got to like yeah yeah, we're bragging a little bit you must no like we're bragging oh like like we were allowed to we like hey we got to (laughs) (laughs) that was my take on it is it okay if i think of it as like like you must hang out with this person (laughs) we got to hang out yeah i guess i just thought it was like the past tense of we hung out with uh, whoever the person was, <laughs> like that's, and we're telling people about yeah. it. So I, I think that's kind of bragging. I guess so. Yeah, perfect. It's been pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So since February, and is it is this weekly or is it biweekly? Because I've I've been getting new episodes in my feed, but I can't remember exactly how often they show up. We've been on a weekly schedule, but we're considering moving to a summer schedule. Okay. Whereupon we'll release episodes biweekly. 
that's every two weeks. Correct. Which yeah. means that you can go outside. Yeah. yeah. And you get to hang out with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Without microphones. <laughs> yeah. That's what Abby said this weekend. She's like, you know, we can hang out outside of the podcast. Because like, you were ah. like, I forgot the microphone today. And you're like, <laughs> it's cool. You're like, <laughs> leave it at Just home. hang out. That's right. Uh, you've had, you, you do a mix of both in-person interviews and people that you talk to remotely. So that was how you talked to Katie fucking Compton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remote. Uh, was yeah. She was, she was somewhere else and you were here. Mm-hmm. And you've also had people uh, in town, or when you were down at Golden Saddles, mm-hmm. uh, you got to to talk to some cool people there. Mm-hmm. Joining the club yeah, at the Golden club. Saddles, can you explain that for anyone who may not be familiar with it, just briefly? Well, briefly. Oh. Well, I kind of blindsided. Well, I knew <laughs> you it was did blindside me. I don't know. That was so mean previously, and uh, you knew what it was club. about. Yeah. I knew what it was about, and like I know you like to drink, but you are also very moderate. Yeah. Um, and I thought this might be like just. Enough excess for you when it came to <laughs> yes. drinking, so I felt like you'd uh, be in good hands with it. It was so a lot it's like in one a, can. It's a can Long Island iced tea. Ah. Not very big though; like they're little, but they just—they're just harsh. So Abby couldn't make it, but mm-hmm. I went down, and she still failed to tell me what the club was about. I just and said, like, "Make sure you go to the club." Yeah, make sure like, you join. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and so I started talking with Kyle, uh, the owner, co-owner of Golden Saddle, and he's like. Jimmy, Aunt, go get Anna the club or take Anna to the club. And I was like, oh, gosh. And he comes back with this, like, pretty stout little, but little, Long Island iced tea. It was, yeah. Like, how it was many big. ounces are we talking? Like Ten? Eight, it looks like a Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, those are deceptive. Yeah. yeah. I felt horrible the next day. <laughs> I think I've seen someone drink, like, six of them. I think that's the record. What? Yeah. Like, oh, and shit. he was not in good shape no. at all. It was... And it, it wasn't was good. early in the day. I believe it. <gasps> that sounds like a couple of poor choices. Yeah. Most yeah. of them being the club. Yeah. But yeah. Yikes. So you did this. I mean, you it, survived. Was a, it was a good experience, yeah. to be honest. Did you chug it or did you sip at I it? I chugged it. Yeah. That's the other thing with going to the club is that you're supposed to chug <laughs> You can't it. sip at it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know that you'd want to. They shame like, you. They're just going to make my way yeah. to the club. Yeah. yeah. Oops, they saunter on over. Like I tried and they definitely like shame you. Public shaming if well, you try to sip the club. You know, I mean, the one thing that I've always heard is that peer pressure is very important. And you should pay a lot of attention to what people say. <laughs> yes. yes. Because uh, that what will inform. think about you. Yes, that will well, inform how cool you are. Yeah. So I felt really cool after I'm glad, that. I'm glad you're cool. That's <laughs> but uh, what do you guys like about talking to famous people? Famous? Well, I think... Or notable I, individuals. I like talking to people that are well-known... I, I would like say that, like you've probably talked things. to more famous people than we've talked about or talked to. But I think yeah. interesting, like the person. There's always kind of a goal with it. Like, yeah. I mean, mostly we just want to get to know the people because yeah. like, we think they're awesome. So, so going so, back to Katie Compton, like she's so well known as a racer, but I think she's a little bit mysterious to people like in terms of who she is as a person and who she is outside of racing. So we wanted to really get at that with her. And, like, full disclaimer with Katie, I mean, she's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. Like, a couple summers ago, I stayed with them at their house and shot the shit with Katie for, like, two, three hours over a bottle of wine. And it was it was so cool to hear about her outside of bikes. And I was like, these people, these racers that we, like, put on a pedestal have so much other stuff going on. I don't fucking care about their results. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I care more about them as people because 
they're obviously really driven people and successful. And I want to know like what their life is about and how they get there. Like, I'm just curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the outworking of, of something that they do is, is this race and they do really good in the race, but what brought them there? What, what creates that drive inside of them? That's one of the things. And how do they feel about minivans? Right. Is another part of it. Yeah. Right. How do you feel about minivans? <laughs> I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> this conversation took a weird turn. Yeah. This is one of the questions that comes up at every one of oh, your every yeah. one of your shows, oh, right? It's like, right. Uh, how do you feel about minivans and yeah. hashtag van life? Minivan life. Minivan life. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what oh, makes right. the minivan distinctive? Yeah. 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 Much more practical. It's mini. Oh, yeah. I don't even own a minivan. This is all like it's mini. That's the Chevy Astro, by the way. I know the minivan peaked at the Chevy Astro. <laughs> no, I feel like it still continued. <laughs> Where did it peak for you? I mean the Toyota Sienna. Oh. What year? <laughs> 2015. <laughs> Do you own one? Maybe. Which which year is yours? Maybe 2015. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Now I've heard you sing the praises of this vehicle as an alternative to like something larger or more unwieldy or or what ha- or more expensive. Like you can find a Sienna for not too much. We actually pay way too much for it. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> we, we that being said, lot, yeah, you can you can take the seats out of it and you put your bikes into it, right? Right. So that's when that's. We went w- to Sea Otter. We slept in it. Um, it was a mobile recording studio for us. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's a great. pretty versatile vehicle. Totally. Right. So, so if you like to do things on bikes at various places, uh, that's a good vehicle to transport them in. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think people's problems with minivans are? Kids. I don't like know what just... people's problems are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Apparently, like, sometimes yeah. they get called a soccer mom. So appearance. Yeah. Well, as we know, appearances are very important, and what people say, peer pressure, should be taken very seriously. Yes. Yeah, in my minivan, I'm slightly less cool. But I think our, or cooler. I think our goal is trying to make, like, we've made the minivan cooler. Right. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, people have to pioneer something before. It's like, uh, what, uh, like polo shirts before polo shirts were cool. And then they weren't. And at some point they will be again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else. Cargo pants, right? Yeah. Oh, cargo, I can't, that's I can't a great wait. example. Yeah, Flared leg jeans. can't wait for cargo pants to come back. Sweatpants. <laughs> Jinkos. That's right. J- aren't, didn't Jinko make an attempt at coming back recently? I, I thought really? I did. If they did. Yeah. But they were like they were like Jinko with like huge pockets, but they were like skinnier leg. Weird. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of a weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely wear those. I, I would too. Yeah. I keep like six wallets in there. <laughs> yeah. And a couple of clubs. How many chains? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, a, a, a chain for each one of my clubs. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want people to steal that from you. Uh, yeah. So uh, where do you guys see your, your show going next? What are you looking forward to? Well, I know we have a couple like things that are coming up over the next few weeks that we're super excited about. Um, we're going to do a live recording next weekend, yeah. which will be interesting. Yeah. Um, and if this comes out before that, people could show up potentially and see you there. Yeah, we're going to be in Seattle at the Rafa. They call it a clubhouse, but it's a store. Um, will they? Will they have the club there? Not the mimosas. <laughs> mimosas. <laughs> Much more sensible beverage. The, the Rafa version <laughs> yeah. of a, the club. Um, so we'll be there I th- noon to two on the fourth, and then the following weekend fourth we're going to June. Yep. And then we're going to go on our first bike packing trip the following weekend, June 
8th through 11th with the Ramble Ride. Yeah. So we're excited about really like you mentioned earlier that we've had a lot of our conversations with people over the phone and through these like mixed ways of talking with them. And we're really excited just to talk to more people in person, I think, and get out to a variety of events. That's where the people are. Yeah, they're yeah. there. <laughs> and yeah. you were talking to Jocelyn Quarrel about the uh, the Ramble Ride, right? Yeah. She's helping to coordinate that. Yeah. And that's the one. It's not uh, It's not free, but right. it's worth it, right? Because you can show up. And they're going to go out in the woods and ride around, and then there's going to be beer. And food. And food. And yeah. food, which is almost more important. Yeah. Maybe. Both. We don't have to pick favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Ramble, is this the first bikepacking you have done? Yes. Bikepacking, yes. I've toured before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so both of you have toured, but I've only not. I've done like, credit card touring, so okay. I'll like, ride to Astoria, for example, and then get a hotel room. Gotcha. So I've never, I bought a bivy. Uh-huh. I've never carried shelter with me. Yeah. Carrying shelter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> carrying shelter. <laughs> what do you, Annalise, what do you sleep in usually? Um, I, Besides usually, the minivan. Yes, yeah, the minivan. <laughs> That's well, your bivy. Usually yeah. we have a tent, um, okay. but it's a little bulky. And so we decided, Abby and I, well, when Corey and I tour, we have a tent. So, um, but Abby and I were like, I told her I didn't want to sleep next to her. It's so really cozy. Like, I, too cozy. <laughs> yeah. Too cozy for people who are just friends. Yeah. 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 I need some space. Yeah. I think that's probably how most, like, Aaron, you and I probably wouldn't share the tent that Adele and I sleep in. I don't know. I haven't seen it before. Okay. He's like, you didn't <laughs> invite me. <laughs> There's not enough space I for, like. now, even if you did return my right. calls. No, I, there has to be, like, a little, like, dividing line yeah. of, like, this is your space, this is mine. Like sleeping pad to sleeping pad. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the time that um, we had the, whatever your three-person tent was. Oh, right. And it, we took the tent out of, out of the factory, and it was just the footprint and the... Rainfly, and yeah. The three of us under that. I thought that was pretty tight. And that was on like somebody's was, porch, right? Yeah, that, in Monterey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sleeping on wood in the rain, uh, like while also trying not to touch each other, yeah. while also not having really like enough padding. I didn't have enough padding, or trying not to fall off, right? Because their like porch overlooked this cliff. And, Were you on uh, that edge? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry answer. about that. No, it was fine. It okay, was fine. there I, we go. I. I think we are, there was this discussion, if I remember correctly, it, there was this discussion of who moves around the least. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't really move that much. All right, you're on the end. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the moral of the story is you need enough space for yourself to be yes. comfortable. So everyone has their own bivy for this Oregon Ramble. Well, I'm not sure if you actually have your own yet, but no. you're planning on getting one or something plan- similar. Yeah, I should get on that. <laughs> yeah. I wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, I hope you find you. a good thing. Yeah, there, well, you could just there, do the whole like tarp thing, right? You so yes, but I <laughs> I feel like I need to be somewhat protected from the elements. And by elements, do you mean bugs? Just even if there were zero rodents. bugs, rodents, just things. And it could if it it gets really cold there. If it does rain, we'll be in eastern Oregon. Ah, oh, yes. Um, I got so. a sheet of Tyvek. If you yeah. want to borrow it, you know. You could staple some, some mesh to that. Yeah. yeah. I think I the bivvies are just, like, confusing. Yeah. I set mine up in the living room, and it wasn't – considering it has one pole, it was more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Plus, like, I'm doing <laughs> really? the research yeah. on it, and it's I've, like – I've never used yeah. it. So. They seem very claustrophobic. Ah, uh, yes. Like, it's not a place to hang out in. No, not at all. It's like a sleeping bag. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like, read a book inside your mummy no. bag. It, you're encapsulated. How how much 
How much I, distance is your face from? I haven't actually gotten in it yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, should. Yeah. Is there enough room to breathe? Yeah. It won't. There's like mesh stuff. It's permeable, right? Like. So we we kind of made can a get pact. oxygen through this. <laughs> we made a pact to get bivvies, and then I might go get a one person tent. <laughs> there we go. Well, I have the one person tent. You've borrowed it a couple of times, yeah, and I actually right. like that a lot yeah. because it's the perfect uh, the perfect compromise. It's almost as I mean, it's not as light as a bivy. It's about as a little bit wider than like my shoulders. Right, as wide as yours. I you guess. could carry it on your shoulders and feel no appreciable effect. Correct. My bike is pretty small, and I have limited like places where i can put frame packs so i feel like i have to get things that are as little as possible there we go yeah uh how long is this trip for three days okay uh and is this uh this is three more days than you've ever been bike packing so correct, correct. yeah yes. uh, both done a fair amount of like mountain biking and cycle cross riding and gravel right. riding. and you've been camping before i've been camping so and this... backpacking so it's just kind of like all those things we'll be together. fine I'm pretty excited. Yeah. What about uh, podcasting? You're recording interviews on this trip, yeah, yes? Yeah, we actually haven't talked about what like podcast stuff will bring with us, but it, it'll I have, be something. I recently got like the the little Zoom portable device. So oh, yeah. I showed you that, right? No. Probably. I don't know. Probably. Obviously, <laughs> you take care of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're excited for that. And in terms of other stuff that we're looking forward to with the podcast, we've had fun talking to people that aren't related to cycling as well so i think we're looking for more opportunities for that stuff as well like fred armison totally but he's sort of related to cycling yeah sure i mean that's how we know most now he is but um we've talked to some musicians and a couple chefs if any of you know any of the band members from slater kinney (laughs) oh wow yeah. Sorry, I'm laying claim to that yeah, one. Yeah, you <laughs> are? Oh. Yeah. You're taking that for <laughs> yeah. yourself if the option yeah. comes up? Fair. Uh, no, they wouldn't inter- They wouldn't let me in. Inter- I'll just give them to you. <laughs> oh, right. I think how they much, would. How much do they charge for like a show, you think? Um, <laughs> More than we make. I don't know. No, I haven't gotten that far on the inquiry. Because <laughs> if it's less than oh, 50 bucks. To see them. Oh, it to is see definitely them? Not to like, see them? No, like to, to hire them. Oh. oh. It is definitely. I bet we can go for less than fifty bucks. <laughs> we could totally do that. It's for it's for a good cause. I'll Come hire on, them, <laughs> and I'll have you three hang out with them, and talk, and then I'll give them fifty bucks, and that'll be it. <laughs> they don't even have to play, right? I mean, that'll probably no, work. Of course not. It'll probably yeah. work easily. It'll happen <laughs> someday. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I wish you the best in finding the guests that you want. This is uh, I like that uh, that you're kind of branching out too because it's uh, you have a locus of of bicycling and, and bicycling adventures and that sort of thing. But it's also nice to to uh, realize that you don't have like one. You know, if all you talked about was cycling, you'd get bored. Yeah. And so being able to dial that uh, back a little bit or wider and say these are things we like. And even with the cyclists we've talked to, we have the most fun talking to them about things other than bikes. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. So, hence the name. Like it's not specific to cycling. We got to bike out. No, we didn't do it. No, <laughs> no. It'd be really windy, like all the all the air across the microphone. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tried it once. It didn't work. <laughs> it's a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the few ride-alongs that we uh, we tried to record. Yeah, right, we tried yeah. one too. It's I mean, just, I, I just I a like... bunch of wind and me swearing. Yeah, no, that's that's what the people want, right? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's what they're gonna get. Yeah. Oh, what else do you guys have on the horizon? You've got the this the Oregon Ramble and everything else. Any other personal adventures that you're really excited about? Nothing really no. for me. I'm sort I of think... surprised that it's almost June. 
Yeah, then, I feel like the summer kind of snuck up. We've been yeah. honestly like pretty busy with the podcast. Yeah. I think we kind of want to chill for a sec after yeah. the ramble yeah. and just like be regular again. There we go. Um, hang out with our significant others. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. People yes. want to find the yeah. show. It's we got to hang out. Dot dot com. com. That's and right. We're also a part of a network of a bunch of other cycling podcasts called Wide Angle Podium. That's right. Check that out too. Yeah. There's a lot of people doing good work in mm-hmm. that, in that forum. And then on uh, Instagram is where you're most uh, active, right? In terms of social media, yeah. yeah. Okay. We got to also hang out. outdoors, but uh, it's we got to hang out uh, with an at sign in front of it. Oh, I just <laughs> got what you meant. <laughs> at outdoors, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm a jackass. <laughs> that took me that long. No. Um, at we got to hang out. At we got to hang out. There, there we go. Not at, a, it's not a two. It's a T O. T O. Right. We what, got, what's the we got T O hang out? It yeah. is hard to at. say. Yeah. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite part about the show is that you guys have the same uh, the same like uh, clip of of that uh, explaining it right at the beginning yeah. of the show. That was our first like podcast trial talk <laughs> ever. Yeah, I don't know. Do these things work? Should we change it? <laughs> no, I think you should keep it the same. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's it's charming because some people have like a musical bed or whatever. You guys have like a, just a we we got to hang out. Here it is. <laughs> this is what we do, and that's how you know Thanks. you're hearing that show. So, I Thanks. mean, you can if you want to, but I don't recommend it. You're the second person who said we should not change it because I've considered. Like, oh. How many people like, have said you should change it? Zero. That's exactly. right. <laughs> yep. That's peer pressure to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Annalisa, Abby, thank you for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thanks thank for you. having us. Do you have time to hang out with us? Do, do you get to hang out with us for our news yeah. and mail? Let's yeah. do it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, how much beer do you have left, Abby? Where are we at? A little bit. There we go. Yeah, I'm there too. There's still an unopened can over there. That is true. Uh, it's a school night. It, that is, <laughs> yeah. In every sense of the word. I don't know what that means. Sounded like the right thing to say at the time. <laughs> it's all right. We'll cut out all this awkwardness. <laughs> no, I can leave it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes your calendar. <laughs> Don't don't ever use that. Tim Mooney, thank you so much for bequeathing us that sound. Woo. What do we have on our calendar? Well, second Friday of every month is the Indianapolis Bike Party. That's right, Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, Indiana. Where you can drink beer outside in public legally. And if you are on the instant grams, my favorite cereal, yeah. uh, you'll see a lot of cool pictures True. of the Indian- Indianapolis party it's happening yep um may 11th which is in the past but to july 2nd which is in the future the vintage italian bike exhibit presented by brooklyn velodrome vintage wheelman this is happening right now people should go as we speak may 31st film by bike in park city utah that's right going on the road in park city utah or plan to be in park city utah tomorrow yeah or today, by the time you hear or this. Or today. Or maybe yesterday. <laughs> or sometime ago. Depending on how editing goes. <laughs> but definitely not in the future. That's right. Or the distant future. Mm-hmm. June 1st, Pedalpalooza begins. That's right. There's actually a kickoff ride on that. Uh, it's a Thursday. And there's already a Thursday night ride. So yes. this one will be for the kickoff of a month of bike fun. It'll be so great. I might actually make the kickoff ride this year. You might create one I, no no like i i miss it every year oh 
It's, I'm going to miss it this year. Oh, really? I plan to. It's oh. a tradition at this point. <laughs> you have to? Yep. <laughs> you got to go represent your ride, though. Um. Well, it's on the calendar. We'll okay. get there. <laughs> June 3rd, the Pioneer Century, put together by the Portland Wheelman Touring Club. This is a ride to place where pioneers went? <coughs> yes. Okay. No. No. I don't know. It's a good ride? We've, we've linked to it, so check it out. Okay. June 4th in Kyoto, Japan, Kyoto City, bikes and beer, continuing monthly. That's right. Kathy, a New Zealand expat living in Japan, is hosting this. And yes. The first one is June 4th. Continues um, monthly. we got to figure out which ones, though, like what day. Is it like every fourth is it of fourth, every month? Is it the first, whatever the fourth is? Got to find um, out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, June 4th, we got to hang out live at the Rafa Clubhouse. Oh, That's oh, right. Yeah. That was very sweet of you. Right yeah, thank you. Uh, you're on our calendar. <laughs> yeah. People, people got to go. Yeah. If you are in the Seattle area or plan to be in the Seattle area and you want tickets, I don't know. They're free. Sh- show up. <laughs> show right. up. Get some mimosas. <laughs> Uh, June 6th, the Alameda Stair Carry. So this is my Petalpalooza ride. The Alameda Stair Carry, uh, because just like the Lads 500, something stupid that's fun. Yes. Um, there's a bunch of staircases. They're all public, and they're all on the Alameda Ridge. So we're all going to carry our bikes up those stairs and then ride to the next base of stairs and carry our bikes up that staircase and keep on going. So... I can't guarantee it'll be fun. <laughs> I can't guarantee... Sounds, um... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those staircases are cool, though. They are, yeah. Well, and they're public. That is the coolest yeah. part, I think, is that, they're, you know, how many places can you climb upstairs and say, I am still in public? There's That's a lot true. of crazy ones in Northwest, too. Yes. I thought about... They're long. <laughs> I thought about planning a ride out there, and I have not done that. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah. Uh, there's also... Um, I, I don't guarantee that it's a no-drop ride. Like, you, either you may be it's lost... It's a drop option ride. Or, if you have the directions, I may be lost. <laughs> And that's okay. You're gonna drop your own ride. <laughs> I'm just saying, like everybody else may do this faster than I will. Ah, okay. I may be wearing shorts at the time that are too tight or something. Who knows? I'm I'm thinking I might just wait at the very last stair at the top of the. And very just last say you stair. did it. Oh no no! I'm oh. just gonna wait up there and like you know give high fives to whoever. Oh, there we go. Actually finishes. Perfect. So yeah. free high fives to whoever finishes the Alameda stair. That's right. And if anybody does it on one of those uh, bike share bike town bikes, I'll buy them a beer. Whoa. You heard it here. Yeah. All right. Seems like too much work for not enough payoff, but <laughs> the offer stands. June 7th, Prince Forever ride. This is my pick for Pedalpalooza. This is the one I'm guaranteed going to be on, and uh, Prince and Apollonia will make a reappearance. Yeah. Um, June 8th through the 11th, the Oregon Ramble. Sounds good. Sounds fun. June 10th, Clever Cycles turns 10 years old. It's a group ride hosted by... Two podcasters. Two semi-celebrity podcasters. Obviously, we're talking about the host of We Got to Hang Out. Yep. Surprise. <laughs> you what? guys got to host the ride. <laughs> Wait, Just kidding. Like... <laughs> Tables turn. Those are the things you can say, the jokes you can make when there are two sets of podcasters. In the right. It only, it only works like under very specific circumstances. Right. <laughs> when no one's actually a celebrity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> June, June 10th. 10th, Ride with the Winemaker that is put on by Aileen Crowdy and filmed by Bike. Yeah, and there's going to be wine. And also June 10th, it's not on our calendar here, but it's well known, Grilled by Bike. Oh, yeah. We got to add that to the calendar. Yeah. Right. Uh, a rolling grill out. 
Yes. The girls are on bikes. Right on fire. Yeah. And it's going to be overnight again this year, which means that after I do the other things I'm going to do that day. You're going to meet up with the gang? I'm going down to the river to sleep overnight. Because <laughs> why not? They're going to end in the same place? I or? believe so. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Um, and the day after June 11th, dad's on vacation. Dad's on vacation. Tourism spots. Bring your binoculars. And your cabana wear. That's right. I don't get it. I don't either. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> dressed like your dad on vacation, basically. Oh. Are you on vacation? Uh, you're going to all the places in Portland that would be on like the travel or, or like the tour- Portland Tourism Board's list of you should see these things. So this is real? It, uh, the list is real. The yes, ride will be. This is be. a real r- ride. Yeah. Wow. There may be real fathers. There may be dads. Yes. And moms are welcome, too. Yeah. Yeah. We should say dads and moms on vacation. Anybody can come. Parents on vacation. Parents right. on vacation. I think that the point is to dress as though you were uncool. And we all know you're cool. I'm done. But I, d- I did it. All right. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um, June 14th, Bicycle Xmas. Buy your ex a bike. That's right. June 18th, Brompton World Championships in New York City. Fred Armisen can now compete. Oh yeah, totally. yeah. He should be like yeah, their celebrity like spokesperson. Yeah. thing. I just yeah, it cracks me up. <laughs> I won't. I don't want to say anything. More. I'm a, I gotta say I, I'm I'm a slightly bit annoyed that he bought his his Brompton in L.A. I mean he is from L.A. so that's cool. I guess. I think but. he just legitimately rolled up to the shop and, and was, was like, like, "Oh, I want one of these." Yeah, yeah. and he was just intrigued by the shop too it was as someone funny interaction. who's deeply in love with bromptons yeah no and deeply in love with somebody who sells bromptons for a living i feel like he should have gone to clever cycles for his brompton but he's too busy he's, he's like working you know here <laughs> oh in Portland. yeah i when guess he's when in he's, Portland, in Portland, he's, he's filming but when he's in la he's got some kickback time <laughs> yeah be but thankful anyway, he got a brompton at that's all. true that's true yeah who knows he could have been he, his relaxation could have taken him somewhere else that day I'm glad he didn't get a molten. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or turn. Pshaw. Yeah, Folding those. bike humor. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what you're saying, actually. <laughs> Are moltens the really crazy looking ones? I mean, they, they're all They have crazy, like the really like the tiny most, wheels. Yeah. And, um, Are they, they like the triangular? Like a lot of, yeah, a lot of like crossing. Are they German? No, they're still English. Hmm. They're, um, yeah, I think they're like direct competitors of Bromptons. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway. What if we got a Dayhan? <laughs> yeah i don't know uh, actually or I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna like den- denigrate a brand i'm just <laughs> or know, pieces I'm of eight very much in love with brown <laughs> yeah. uh where were we oh yeah june 24th women's bike beginners bike camp that's right and that's through the street trust and if you are a lady and or uh female identifying and you want to go out and bike camp they are hosting this it's going to happen and also go. also june 24th my, me neither. Yeah. So maybe what we could do is uh, also on June 24th is the gathering at Gateway Green featuring Dirt Lab. That's right. Uh, trail riding in the city. Uh, have, have you folks heard anything about this? Yes. I'm Exciting news. Yeah. She's on yeah. the uh, NWA. The what? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah. At least it gets NWA and NWTA a bit confused oh <laughs> similar the northwest trail alliance yeah. not the same as the hip-hop group of the same name i mean you she's mc find... ren <laughs> but yeah i am on the board of nwta and gateway green has been very much on my radar right and i'm on. super excited nice uh, june 24th gateway green opening that's I'm good news calendar 
I think it's going to change so much in the city. For sure. I uh, have been riding by it a lot because on my commute home, every now and then I'll take the 205 trail. Yeah, just to so, get ready. And I see it, and I'm, I'm like yeah. watching the developments happen, and I'm like, soon, one of these days. Yeah, and it, you know, it's not the answer to all the needs for single track in the city, but it's it's part of what we need. And I'm really excited for um, just a place to take beginners. You're yeah. saying one project can't address everyone's concerns? <laughs> I mean, if it could... That would be amazing. Yes. But three miles of single track won't cut it. It's better than what we had. It's an awesome start. Yeah. And I think it's a really, it's, it's going to be super cool. Totally. Continuing July 7th, <laughs> the Steens Mazama 1000. Yeah, that thing, this right here keeps releasing. Anyways, the yeah. Steens Mazama 1000, July 15th through 16th. The STP, Seattle to Portland. Seattle to Portland, which the two of you have done, yes? I have not. Oh, you have not. No. You have. I have. Yes. Did you enjoy it? It was a long day. We did one day. One day. That's a big push. Yeah. And I've also done two day, but that was a long time ago, and I remember it being enjoyable. Yeah. You still like bicycling. I do. I think it's like the gateway drug to cycling. Like It's like <laughs> you have to do it, and then you really love it. So you're nice. saying I don't really love riding bikes? Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like a bucket list item for yeah. people in the Northwest. Yeah. You hear I, that? No? I've done it a hundred times. Well, not a hundred times. I've, <laughs> How many times have you done it? I've done the route many times, but I've never done the organized event. So It's a little chaotic, I, I hear, these days. So there's that. Yeah. I did it. Well, I did it in reverse overnight one time. So that was something. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> my sister was graduating the next morning and so i was like well i'll go up and see it and yeah and you rode there M- more or less on the roads that they would ride for the yeah. opposite direction for the organized event cool yeah they're nice roads mm-hmm. yeah shall i continue yes <laughs> all right uh july 29th is python oh that's right with yeah. a live sprocket podcast music pie us yeah we won't actually do a, a episode but we are there like kind of mc we're the mcs that's right uh september 1st is film by bike in petoskey michigan eugene oregon seattle washington and charlevoix michigan will it play in charlevoix michigan it according to their tour schedule it's gonna play in charlevoix michigan good for them that's great i i find it mind-boggling that michigan has two places where they're showing film by bike yeah Neither Grand Rapids nor Detroit. Right. Which are like the only two cities in the entire place. Yeah, I said it. What? <laughs> uh, Michigan old 6th, school. Yes. October 6th, the MLX Challenge, the Allegheny Mountain Loop Cross Challenge. Extreme. <clears throat> That's a uh, lot of mileage. Yes. No entry Allegheny fees. Allegheny Mountains. No support. Just, just do just it. Just pain. Yep. And Lots glory. Of pain and glory. Yeah. October 6th through 8th is the Youth Bicycle Summit. That's it. And that is our calendar. That's our calendar. We've got a lot of things on the calendar. It's uh, it's <laughs> yeah. good It's good to know that things are it's happening. It's getting more and more packed these yeah, days. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey, uh, let's go to our headlines, shall we? What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? All right, a few things here, but first up, an announcement. We got another new donor. Oh, David. David Moore, thank, thank you, you David. so much. Much appreciated. 
Next, the Columbia Gorge Express has an announcement. The Columbia Gorge Express will operate Friday through Saturday and federal holidays starting May 6th through September 14th. Friday through Sunday, so weekends, you can take the bus out to the gorge. And federal holidays. And federal holidays. If a federal holiday happens to be on a Monday. Like, uh, say, the 4th of July. Is that a federal holiday? I mean, I assume it is. I guess, I mean, yes. I don't remember if it's... But that calls into question, is it? (laughs) What is a federal holiday? Independence Day is is a federal holiday. Okay, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um couple things to note about the Columbia Gorge Express. Bigger buses from Gateway Transit Center to accommodate more riders and reduce wait times. You can buy tickets in advance online to avoid boarding delays. Uh, A new stop location at Gateway Transit Center, as previously mentioned, inside the Transit Center bus bay, making it even easier to connect to your TriMet services. Ooh, that's good. Also coming soon, more seating and shade at the Rooster Rock bus stop. And cash is now accepted on all buses. That's right. It was like a cashless system before, which made it hard for anyone who wanted to go but didn't have like a credit card or a smartphone or something. So in the Portland area, you want to go out to Multnomah Falls or other places along the way, and you don't want to take your own car or you don't own a car or you don't want to take the car you don't own. Yes. You can do it. Or you don't want to rent a car. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So this is good news. And I want to say it's like, five dollars to get out there or something which is fairly affordable and if you are already out there it's free to come back if they haven't changed anything oh really yeah so you could ride out there yes and then chill back yeah for free that's if i'm not mistaken the way back is always the worst part right yeah so this is yeah this is good news for everybody but uh, just an announcement for our portland listeners yes or people visiting portland Next up, from Metro UK via Ranger Tom, sends us a couple of articles here. First up is, Gorilla Gardeners are filling potholes with flowers to make a point. Nice. One of the campaigners who wanted to remain anonymous said, We've been going around filling different potholes. Potholes are a real problem and have the potential to be death traps for bikers and cyclists. And with cars, there's an issue of blowouts to the wheels. The whole point is to raise awareness of them. And with bikes, there's an issue of blowouts to the wheels as well. That's true. (laughs) But that reminds me of, uh, is it flower bombing or seed bombing, where, like, you go through your neighborhood and, like, throw flower seeds at things, and then, like, you come by in two months and you got beautiful flowers growing where you threw the seed bomb? Oh, really? Something like that. That sounds pretty cool. Reminds me of that, but but, uh, in the middle of the road. I like the idea of, of putting a little garden something or, you know, creating a flower bed out of a pothole. Yeah. Hole's already here. Nobody's going to drive over it anyways. Nobody wants to. Yeah. How about some crocuses? And I mean, if if nothing else, you know, that that raises awareness. And then the city's like, well, this can't be here. We have to pave it over. Right. Um, And then now we don't have a pothole there. (laughs) It's like a more beautiful equivalent of like someone leaves an abandoned auto in front of your home. And (laughs) you're like, no one is going to come and tow this away because all the impound lots are full. But... If you push it out into the middle of the street, someone has to Someone's come and do something it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is maybe a little bit better. And also, yes, this is much you better know, my that. original idea was, you know, with all the potholes here in Portland was to uh, spray paint expletives around them because, you know, that would maybe uh, sure. get people uh, to pave over them. Everyone notices, yes, or, right. or lewd diagrams. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of, of putting a flower in there. A little I bit think that better. seems like yeah. the best idea. Yes. That's why I didn't actually go 
and and do this. I'm glad. <laughs> that we know. Uh, next up, also from Ranger Tom, is an article about cyclists who use 120 plungers to raise bike lane awareness. It's a really even number. It is. Yeah. Um, cyclists in Omaha, Nebraska, raise awareness of protected bike lanes by guiding or by gluing, sorry, uh, 120 plungers to the street Monday along the designated lanes. Oh, they glued them. Yeah. I thought they like suctioned them Just down like, to the ground. You know, that was my original thought too, was like, <laughs> you know, the, the road isn't all that smooth. Like how did they maintain suction? Right. But Turns yeah, out they, they glue. Glue <laughs> makes how. a very strong seal. <laughs> yes. Um, the Omaha World Herald reports this particular street has been the scene of multiple accidents between cars and bicyclists. By using reflective-wrapped plungers to demonstrate where the lanes lie, advocates said traffic would slow and the street would become safer. And that is exactly where, just like the last thing, you know, if you uh, raise awareness, the city comes out and removes the plungers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like the, the first action. The thing is, is that's, that's what they did. Right, <laughs> so, yeah. This I, can't be here. Uh, do either of you two have uh, a favorite, like, guerrilla traffic advocacy thing that you know of? I mean, I I do love just the crazy caution signs among, like, the Portland bike lines, but I don't have a specific one that's my favorite. Yeah. Are you talking about, like, hand-painted signs? Yeah. Like, someone says, hey, like, look at us. This or... crocodile is going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Perfect. I don't. I don't have one. Oh, okay. No. No. That that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I I do like you know if there's been construction around somewhere and say those cones have been moved to the side. Conceivably, anyone could take those cones and put them somewhere in the roadway. You shouldn't do that. That would be wrong. <laughs> but it could be there done. There was there was someone I won't name them by name, but there was someone who publicly um, admitted to putting a cone in the middle of an intersection yeah and um specifically for the purpose of slowing people down in this intersection is just nothing more than just putting a traffic cone right in the center right where no one really drives anyway uh -huh. if you think about it but it was enough for a while of course you know then again the city came and said this isn't supposed to be here <laughs> this is our cone <laughs> yeah <laughs> who put this here johnson is it you <laughs> yeah. go get this <laughs> exactly yeah. uh lastly got a bit of Bad news for people biking along Big Sur or wanting to bike along Big Sur. And that is, uh, this comes from the Santa Cruz Sentinel uh, via Greg B. in Santa Cruz. Massive Big Sur slide may keep Highway 1 closed for a year. This is like right after after that bridge. While they're still repairing this bridge. Yeah. yeah. Um, Caltrans says there are five active slides in the area, which is about nine miles north of the county border. Four of the slides gave out at 9.30 p.m. Saturday, causing the event. It's still active, says Susanna Cruz, a Caltrans spokeswoman. There's still little rocks coming down, and you can hear it. And you can hear it. Yes. I think that's the worst sound, is like <laughs> when you're near either like like some steep thing, and you're like, I can hear something yeah. moving. That means something is coming down the hill towards me. Yep. That means I shouldn't be here. It would be better if I was not. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, danger, danger. Yeah, well, I think, Tim, at the Pedal Shift Project, and uh, are either of you familiar with the Pedal Shift Project? No. no. Tim Mooney. Uh, he's the one who gave us our, our calendar 
sounder. And uh, he's done some coverage on this. But uh, he did some reporting on a workaround. Uh, if you are bicycling down the coast, there are places you can go to get away from it, but they're not pretty. And they're not by the ocean, so. And that road is so amazing. It is. It's a bummer to miss. Yeah. At least it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least it was. I mean, nature, like, you yeah. know, you can only do so much terraforming. That's before, true. Like nature yep. decides to take it back. Right. You know? uh, bring your crampons. There you go. You know, yes. keep yourself stable as you as you cross these these landslides. <laughs> not saying you should do that. That would be wrong. Well, I don't know. Like, if it's a landslide, it would be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we may not have good and clear access through Highway 1, but what we do have right now here at the Sprocket Podcast. We got mail. Hey, we got mail. So first up, get a couple of tweets from Harry Hugel. He says, first off, uh, about our last episode with Aqua and Steven, says, an excellent show. I get the impression the theme of the show was ride your bike and don't be an ass. Yes. And apropos to that, he tweets also to us, for those who are joiners and not asses while riding their bikes, they should consider joining this fine club. And it is the <laughs> Tariq Saleh. Sorry, I'm going to screw this name. Tariq Saleh Bike Club. And the club rules are, one, ride bikes. Two, try not to be an ass. All right. I want to be a part of that club. Yeah. That was a tweet? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a long tweet. Well, he left the the link. Oh, sorry. Okay. uh, Yeah, sorry. It was a link to, yeah. Yeah. To this club. Yes. Keith Hutchison, regarding your Simpler Times question, here's your answer. Uh the beer advocate profile for Simpler Times. Yes. It's known to Midwesterners for cheap beer. Uh, as a Midwesterner, are you familiar Ish. with Simpler Times? Uh-uh. Okay, this is the uh, the Trader Joe's brand. Are you familiar Joe's with No. Oh, okay. What's that? It was a, just another cheap beer that I remember from way back in the day. And where are you from in the Midwest? Southeast Michigan. Oh. So, like, near Toledo. Yeah. Different part of Ohio. I don't know. Yeah. Completely different. Very. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm glad to have, you know, it, every beer has a plethora of information about it available on the internet. So it's good to know, you know, when, when you are have, drinking cheap so beers. Have you checked out the Beer Advocate? I didn't get a chance, no. It's uh, pretty interesting. Does it, what, what does it you say? Can, you can fall down a rabbit hole of like various beers and go like, oh, uh, I remember this beer. Let's check that out. Okay. And, yeah. And it gives you all the stats on all of them. <clears throat> Who I, makes it? Where it originally came from, okay. the years in which it was like bottled or canned. So especially for other brands, right? Like, yes. Okay. So is this yes. a brand that was owned by someone else and then appropriated by Trader Joe's? No. No. Uh, it is their brand. by someone else. Ah. And then Trader Joe's uh, brands it for themselves. Put their stamp of approval on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I got to check that out. I've been to Beer Advocate for information several times, but not for this one. So I will look at that. Yeah. Um, this comes from Mr. T, grocery shopping with paneer hooked to cart, and he sends us a picture. I thought everyone did it this way. Have a good one. P.S. Note helmet location in one of the photos. Now look and see if you can see me wearing it indoors. This is the great helmet debate uh, yes. for either of you when you go grocery shopping or when you just go like into the store for a moment. Do you wear your helmet or do you take it off? I always take it off. I okay. take mine off. Why? 
Because I don't want to be grocery shopping with my helmet on. <laughs> it's like a cautionary measure. And if I'm not feeling in danger of falling and hitting my head, then I don't wear it. Okay. So it doesn't happen that often. I mean, falling down, I mean. Oh. You, no. I, <laughs> okay. That's good. I did fall down while digging holes, though. So maybe oh, okay. I have been wearing a helmet. Well, yeah. yes. Famously, everyone yeah. should be wearing a helmet while digging yeah. holes. I'm surprised you weren't. <laughs> I should have been. <laughs> So we have a coworker that often razzes me, like, did you wear your helmet today? Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good that you wear your helmet. <laughs> I'm glad you do. And there was one time I pulled in, pulled into the, uh, you know, to the parking lot. And as I pulled in, I took my helmet off and just like hung it over my handlebars. And of course, at that point, she drives past me and she just mouths from inside her car, wear your helmet. Because it's on your handlebars because <laughs> yeah. you're not riding your bike. Yeah. Well, I was, but... <laughs> You know, it was just for the distance to get to the, you know, the staple. Oh, right, right, right. For like the shortest ride possible. Right. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't beat caution. So, do you wear your bike helmet in the grocery store? I do not. Mm. I do not. Unless, no, I don't. Nope. Nope. No way. No. No. How. I take my helmet off often when I ride, but if I'm stopping at a grocery store, I'll put it back on. You're lying. <laughs> he just calls me out right then and there. You did make any sense. I From... feel like I have to call it out for Abby. Yeah, <laughs> it helps. From Josh G. No one dies during the film. I promise. Are we familiar? It's not filmed here, though. Corvallis is referred to. This it's is a Ghost Rider. Fifteen-minute short film about bike safety. Yes, and not uh, not the Ghost or, Rider. Sorry about. Uh, bus safety. Yes. Yes. Uh, not the ghost rider of the Nicolas Cage fame. Or ghost rider of the PBS program. Right. But uh, entirely different. It's, uh, yes, P- PBS stuff. It's good stuff. You should see it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I've read the synopsis. It's pretty funny. EJ says, Citizen Jane documents Jane Jacobs standing up Robert Moses, who was famous for declaring that we needed to design the cities for cars, that freeways were the future of urban design. This is a documentary about her, um, and it's playing at the Laurelhurst Theater until this Thursday. Okay, so here in town. It's also a film you could probably find in other places after that. Yes. um, Actually, I didn't grab the link, but there is a link to the film's website that has a list of venues there we go it's traveling uh, all right across now. the country yes. yeah very good and then shadowfoot says as a non-american lastly yes. yes shadowfoot is from new zealand i appreciated the explanation as to what a sonic is yeah. because they don't have sonic drive-in in new zealand <laughs> i wonder Sadly. if he was thinking of like the hedgehog at that point i mean you know why not sonic the hedgehog <laughs> right not as tasty no yeah i don't know have you had a hedgehog you know, I haven't, I have so I can't either. make that statement yeah. definitively. I like this interaction you have with your listeners. Yeah, no, they we got good people. They've yeah. got good ideas. They set us straight. Is it like the same people that you guys wind up hearing from, or is it? Oh, all the time. The same three guys. <laughs> it's really on. the only people who listen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I always enjoy hearing from anybody who writes in. It's yeah. very good to hear just like, I, well, for one thing, you know, it keeps the conversation going. So if there was something we missed, somebody can chime in later on. Yeah. It's yeah. also a good reminder if you're hearing this and you don't know what we're talking about, there's another show that we talked about something in more detail. You might enjoy hearing about it, mm-hmm. and you'll know where we were wrong. I like getting <laughs> corrections. Yes, Absolutely. Those are the best guys. That means I've learned something. <laughs> you would get so many corrections. Oh, my gosh, so many. <laughs> People would be just talking so much shit. 
All right. Annalisa, Abby, we got to hang out. Thank you so we much. Thank, Thank you. you. That was really great. appreciate it. It was fun. And uh, look forward to uh, hearing stories of your success on the road uh, coming later on. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to hearing this podcast. You will. You will. It'll be out tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's close it out, shall we? Sure. This Bracket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lame for our theme music. Herbert for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengar. Wayne Norman, Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie. Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Cameron Lane. Richard Wazenski, Tim Mooney, Orange and Purple. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Jim Gooden. Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen Miller, Todd Parker. Chris Gonzalez, Dan Gabbard. Gebhardt, who's, who's a, a time, time traveler, traveler, and Zoe Campagna. Dave Knows, Chris Smith, who I think I may have seen out on the road today. Christy Case. Oh, I saw him at Sunday Park. Oh, yeah. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Patrick Archay and Sebastian Poole, Marco Lowe. Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna, Krista, John Wasserman. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Josh Zissen. Andre's coming to town. Richard G., oh, yeah. Guthrie Straw, Brandon Shelby. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regranary. Campsite, Mac Nurse David. Kathy at Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking. Nathan Poulton, Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan. Michael Flournoy, Jeremy Kitchen, David Belays. Tim Coleman, Mr. T, Harry Hugel. Ed Whitman, E.J. Finneran, Paul Colbertson, if, if that's, that's your real, real name. name. Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skato. Keith Hutchison, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson. Ryan Tam, Derek Wagoner, Jason Oftenberg. Microcosm Publishing. And, and all of our former donors oh, yeah. who helped us get this far. And now, brush your teeth. And go to bed and dream of those stickers that you new donors will be getting in the mail any day now. Any day. As soon as I buy stamps. And as soon as I ride them around in my pen here. That's right. <laughs>